Hello, everyone. Hi there. Welcome to Cracker Classics. Oh. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Mm. That's right. I don't know why I'm making the sound all sexy and intriguing. It's just Cracker Classics, where we take a classic movie and watch it and see how we feel about it. But we are sexy and intriguing. Ooh. At least I like to think so. In an audible medium, yes. <laughs> yeah, don't don't search what we look like. Just <laughs> accept that we are sexy and intriguing. And sound like it. <laughs> We're convincing you. Um, oh. I don't think this has anything to do with the movie we're watching this week. I don't think so. But I have no idea. I watched the trailer. That's as much as I know. It's more than me. This week we are watching Cotton Comes to Harlem. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what to expect here. Aside from there's a, a bale of cotton that falls off a truck in Harlem. Yes. And there's cops and some investigating some dead guy or something. Something to do with corruption or... I don't know. But, um... Yeah. But this is considered the first black exploitation film. Is it? That's what I read. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I thought it was Sweet Baby Sweetback's badass song. I think that came out a little later. Ah, uh, okay. I believe Watermelon Man came out on the same day as this movie. I didn't know it came out the same year. I didn't know it came out the same day. It was the same year. It was definitely the same year. They're both 1970. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his name is in both of them. Yeah, yeah we, I know. We I'm just looking Google. This up. Yeah. Uh, Google is your friend, kids. In case you, well, friggin' kids born on the internet, like, you know all this shit. Google is not their friend. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I believe this was the Godfrey first. Godfrey Cambridge. Huh? Godfrey Cambridge. Yep. Yeah, this was the first, like, crime fighting, badass, black exploitation film. I do believe. Uh, let's see what Wikipedia has to say. Oh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Also not your friend. It's good enough for government work. But it can be, yes. It <laughs> uh, doesn't want to tell me about that. Uh, themes, maybe? Ah, it is hailed by many as the first black exploitation film, although others felt it was merely an action comedy film. So, well, at the time, we didn't have that term, black exploitation. I would imagine. No, we, we had did to not. call it something. Yep. So, yeah, I don't know what we're going to get here. Is it going to be Dolomite? Will there be lots of nipples? <laughs> is there... I don't know. Yeah, Sweet Sweet Backs came out in 71, so... There you go. Yeah. Time this is before that. forward. <laughs> I hear what sounds like a ticking clock through the wall. I think it's a washing machine. Uh, probably. Distracted me for a minute. But I mean, distracted me from what? We right. weren't really talking about anything. Um, what, what do you think is going to be about here? Uh, it's uh, Actually, I, I, I don't know this for a fact, but it's the oldest movie I've seen that says uh, cops who play by their own rules. Oh, dear. Yeah, this will be... Uh, <laughs> Interesting. The oldest movie. Or, no, only a mother could love. That was the line that got me in the trailer. Um, only a mother could love. I don't know how long that's been around as a term, but... Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was about to say cops who play by their own rules. That's always been in movies. 
Well, Peter's yeah, never but... said it before. <laughs> it's the it was quiet, a given. <laughs> the quiet part that you don't say out loud. <laughs> it's shown, not said. Yes. Um, I take it these detectives are not uh, ideal, not by the book. upstanding. Dragnet, this isn't. Is that why they work <laughs> Harlem? That and they're black. Well, that's a, a positive part. You Normally in the not-so-great neighborhoods, quote-unquote, where all the black people live, it's a bunch of white cops. Yeah, but they definitely don't put the black cops in the white neighborhoods. Well, no. Unless they're trying to seem progressive. Wait, wait a minute, this is 1970. There are black cops. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah. That, that, that's valid. No, uh, there there were black cops, but definitely uh, with redlining and whatnot. Yeah, there is this odd in between. You put the black cops in the black neighborhoods, but you also have the really bad white cops that are also in the black neighborhoods. We'll see if we have any of those. Probably wouldn't surprise me. I would imagine this is like Dolomite, where all the white people are just pathetic. <laughs> And hilarious. I hope so. That always entertains me. Because <laughs> it's not far off. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe we should I'm get started. We have something rather to talk looking about. forward to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> we we'll shall be back. be back for intermission impressions and um, cotton. Cotton. Big old bale of cotton. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of fun. This is fun. <laughs> um, I only sort of understand what all's going on. Yeah? There's a lot of intrigue woven as, you know, cops go from one informant to another, and there's bodies flying and women getting slapped. and There are definitely bodies flying. Yeah. It's entertaining. <laughs> but what I think's happened, <laughs> we've got a some sort of... Potentially crooked pastor. Yeah. Raising money for a passage to get on a boat back to Africa. Seems to be, yeah. Yeah, which was a legit thing that would kind of yeah, happen yeah. a little bit, but this just smells of scam. Oh, yeah. And then random guys in radioactive suits. Yeah. Basically, it was like a steampunk radioactive suit. Yeah, basically just made sure to cover any distinguishing features. Aside even... from their running. Yeah, because they run white. they run white. <laughs> <laughs> but they shoot up the rally and a car chase ensues and the bale of cotton falls off the truck where Red Fox finds it. Yay! So, well, we don't know what's going on with this bale of cotton. No, we Aside do Aside from it shouldn't yeah. be in Harlem. It shouldn't be in Harlem. What's a bale of cotton doing in Harlem? And... Couple of white guys by the Apollo, or no, not by the Apollo, by the church. Yeah, where he was having yeah. this revival thing. Were yeah. um, offering a reward for the bale of cotton, mm-hmm. and I do know that Jerima is Hep. <laughs> <laughs> that one white cop. Oh, God. oh my goodness! You'd almost feel sorry for him if he wasn't such an idiot. Yep. I still say it should have been Paul Lind playing him. Oh, Paul Lind would have been beautiful in that role, but... <laughs> so we've got the two black detectives. Yes. They go to... Oh, what was it? Iris? Was yes. her name? And she's 
in close with the pastor, I guess. I, I think she's his, his boo. I think. Because she got pissy when... The way she flipped yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yep. But she's also an informant to the cops. I don't know that she's an informant. I think they just knew where where Pastor O'Malley was going, Deke. Either that or she's just an unwilling informant. They've been able to get info out of her before. I didn't get the sense that she was an informant. I think she knows what's going on, and they've definitely talked to her before because uh, they're very suspicious of Deke, as they should be. Most likely, um, yeah. Yeah. The fine Italian suits and the <laughs> that whatever cape thing he had in the beginning it was all sparkly, <laughs> and then it just revealed that was over the top. That was fantastic. Always be suspicious of your well-dressed, over-the-top pastors. Yes. How do they afford those such things? God has blessed them. Uh-huh. With the ability to con money out of poor folks. God has blessed me with greed. <laughs> mm, having fun, though. Oh, yeah. This is fantastic. Not Very entertaining. I'm not sure what's going on, but we're, we're only halfway through as there's this yeah. story of almost conspiracy going on. Probably conspiracy. Go to the Italian mafia just to make sure it wasn't them that did it. <laughs> yep. And they make a valid point. What would we be knocking them over for 87 grand with, and risk all of our other interests in Harlem? Mm -hmm. Which there's, there's a point to be made there. Things in places like Harlem are set up that way. Yep. So that certain people who set it up that way make all their the money. money. Yep. It was nice getting views of Harlem, though, like the street markets and the nightlife. Yeah. I, I, I only hope that's what it really was. This is definitely a glorified feel to Harlem, of course. Yeah. But it had a community vibe that I liked. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't have that anymore. No, what do you got? Uh, not too much. Are you just I mean, along for the, the ride? Pretty much. Along for the chase. Yep. Classic good cop, bad cop shenanigans going on. That's true. Well, both of them are very uh, irrational. That's but not they the get right results! Word. It's not the right word, but uh, even as cops, they're a little too irrational. <laughs> <laughs> but they get results! That's all that matters! We haven't really seen the results just yet. <laughs> no, but we did have... I don't think it was quite the chief of police, but the one of the higher-up guys is like, yeah, I just let them run, do their thing. They do better in Harlem. That's true. I, mean, I guess they have gotten results before, so I'm sure we will get results. Yep. It just doesn't seem like it yet. Well, There's sort of this uh, French Connection vibe going through here of two cops that are sort of bumbling, but they are getting results. <laughs> Well, and it'll all be made clear in the end. Beating women and junkies is how you make arrests. Apparently. That's just the way the world works. At least in 1970. Oh, it still works that way today. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Meanwhile, there's, a, of course, some twinges of homophobia in here. Oh, yeah. As Iris decides to start calling the cop a fag cop. Yep. Question his manhood so that... He can be enticed into bed, and she makes her escape that way. Naturally. <laughs> With the bag over his head. I mean, yeah, that scene was quite funny, but how we got there, I was not 
Yeah, yeah. Doesn't sit well with me. No. But there's the you know the cops abusing women and there's there's, there's little things like that throughout here. Yep. And again, it's kind of like the French Connection, where <laughs> you know that's how they get the results, but I don't need to see. It. <laughs> if only those results could be reliable. I guess they used to be. No. Or the movies told us that they were. The movies told us that they yeah. were. But it's the same issue with torture. You'll get information, whether or not that information is useful is, mm. or mm. factual. Yeah. That's true. You're actually more likely to get good information if you treat people well. Hey, how about that? Weird, huh? Have you ever tried that before? <laughs> <sighs> so we've got the pastor who's sleeping around, most likely. Not yet. Not yeah. Well, not that we know of yet. The widow of his his man who died. It felt like he was putting the moves on her, but that may have also just been she a manipulation tactic. She was very tactic. much putting the moves on him, too. True. Like... But I think from his point of view, it might have just been a, I need you to do shit for me. Well, I'm going to come on to you. Maybe. And convince you to do this shit for me, because then maybe we can, you know, do the thing. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, Sister Mabel's like, let's do the thing right now. I like that my euphemism. My guy's gone. <laughs> I need else you do to I be have? my John. I have you now. <laughs> There's something to be said in there about religious hierarchy and your devotion to your connection to God. I guess yes. that's what we'd call a pastor. That, that's your connection to God. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows God. <laughs> yeah, make your own connection to God. The middlemen are just there to rip you off. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not paying for your connection to God. Yep. That doesn't end well. God don't need your money. And if someone tells you that God does need your money, don't give your money. Yep. Like the old lady who was being grifted with her skirt being cut off. <laughs> I like her. I hope she comes back. Yes. Just very wise. <laughs> yeah. You take me for you're all tricksters. <laughs> Saw a couple of nipples bush through the shower through glass. Through the shower door, yeah. Almost saw dong, but they turned the light off. <laughs> There's been a lot more ass than nipples in this so far. Yes. Including, Including old lady ass. Old lady ass. <clears throat> White ass. Yep. Right in the gamut when it comes to cheeks in this movie. A nice set of cheeks. Mm-hmm. But at least in here, it's all been, um, it makes sense to see yes. all of them. It's not like in Dolomite where there were just kind of nipples everywhere. <laughs> yes. and it didn't really make sense. <laughs> here, it makes sense in context. Yes. Uh... In general, I'm just liking this story better than Dolomite. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, it's told me it was fun, but the story. I'm like, okay. I love Aussie Davis. Mm -hmm. So, so what do we think is going to happen here? Um, the key is in the bale of cotton somehow. I have no idea what it is. Key. The key to the whole story, the plot. Oh, I thought you meant an actual key. I'm like the key to what? (laughs) Um, I'm thinking the money is in the bale of cotton. That's interesting. Because they didn't find the how money. Would, how would they have gotten the money into the bale of cotton? That's a very good question. 
I realized I didn't think this through after, once I said it. <laughs> but they also didn't find the money. That's true. But they also had a bunch of white guys running after the black guy. True. We had white guys running away. Yeah. Never took the money. Yeah. Um, there's got to be something involving this Bela Cotton. Unless oh, yeah. it's the biggest red herring ever. It's in the title of the movie. It's got to... That's why it'd be the biggest red herring ever. That's true. That would be the biggest red herring ever, right? for sure. Yes. It would be like calling Pulp Fiction the briefcase. <laughs> so maybe. I, I can't rule it out. I don't know. I'm kind of wondering if the Reverend didn't stage the robbery. Oh, now there's a thought that that falls into grifter category. Absolutely. Raise all this money in a big show. Oh no, someone stole the money. <sighs> yep. Though the way the Reverend was going around John's house, like touching on the art, like looking like he was looking for something hidden, I'm wondering if there's something going mm, on there. That's true. There was also the whole he needed to hide out. Yeah. After being allegedly targeted by people shooting at him, why did he need to hide out? Yeah, especially since it seemed like they were going for the money, mm -hmm. and he no longer has the money. Or does he? Hmm? See, there's but, still, there's yeah. still a lot of questions here. I don't know. I'm, no, I'm, I, I want to go find out. Yeah, uh, let's go find out. We'll yes. be back for our curtain call, and maybe what's in the bale of cotton. Maybe. We'll see. Cotton? Fish. Hmm. There's red herrings in the <laughs> We'll be back. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. They had in, I, twist. I, I wasn't sure how they were going to pull that out, but... Yeah, the money was in the bale of cotton. Yes. And Red Fox found the the money in the bale of cotton. Yep. <laughs> and then proceeded to give it to... Take his own death and yeah. run away. <laughs> Meanwhile, the bale of cotton ended up at the Apollo as a prop. Yeah, I definitely did not expect to see burlesque in a bale of cotton. That was but goddamn she was, entertaining. She said yeah. earlier that she she was tired of blues and feathers. I know, it was well set feathers. up, but it, I didn't... She needed a better prop to represent her people and their story. And here comes this bale of cotton. Still didn't expect it. No. But once I saw it on the stage and like, she's dancing yep. on it, I'm like, that's perfect. That's fantastic. Yeah. It was great. I... I there's Love. still the question of yeah. why the bale of cotton made it to Harlem in the first place. Shh. Was that just the, the subterfuge? <laughs> that was just the vessel to hide the money in? Yeah, I think so. We're not supposed to read into the ridiculous meaning behind it. <laughs> <laughs> it's this sort of exploitation of black people through line in here. Yeah. Because, of course... The pastor was a con man conning other black people out of their money. Yep. Which is bullshit. You're going to be a black con man con white people. Goddamn right. <laughs> it's okay. We, we're, we vouch for it. <laughs> that, that's only a half truth. I mean, I can't condone conning people out of their money. No. Period. But if you're going to do it, do it to white people. Rich white people. Yes. Fucked up to con poor people of any stripe. That's how they divide us. We yep. are all united by our poorness. Yep. 
no matter how poor we are or if other people are poorer than others. Yeah. None of us can afford that second O and R at the end. <laughs> Not even on an installment plan. I don't know. They're, they're talking about these new credit cards. And... No, no, don't fall for it, Josh. No, don't no. fall for it. It's just <sighs> another scam. Yeah. I don't know how I feel with the pastor and his comeuppance at the end. Oh, that was great. It was pretty good, but... New definition of bombing at the Apollo. <laughs> I like that message of, you know, the audience just one by one gets up and leaves. Turns their back on him. As he's trying yep. to talk to them. And yep. Slapping a child on stage at the Apollo. Oh, God. Yeah. But yeah. I just kind of wanted something a little more to happen to him. I got the shit beat out of him. He lost all of his followers. More shit beat out of him, maybe. I'm pretty damn sure he got arrested after that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, we don't see that on screen. Obviously, no. he went to jail and all that, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm good with that. I just wanted a tiny bit more. So you wanted Maybe him I'm dead. just mean and evil. Because that's really about all there is left, is him dead. Mm. Maybe if he knew what actually happened to the money, and we got to see his reaction to Red Fox now. Oh, the plantation I'm, I'm, I'm sure those officers told him. But can't we see that? <laughs> That's all I want. It's just a little more icing on the cake when it, when it came to O'Malley. It's almost pure frosting, and you want more. I want icing, not frosting. Uh, a little more detail. Just <laughs> put the cherry on the top. Oh. Not that I'm outright complaining. I mean, but that was a great ending. That was a fantastic ending. This was a thoroughly enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. Lots of um, intrigue again. Yeah. Sort of like Chinatown, where these so many different avenues and characters introduced, and they all pay off. They all paid off. I think everything did. I don't. I can't think of anything that was left. Yeah. Oh, this is a great movie. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. It's a little uncomfortable being from 1970. Kind of expected. Yeah. There was blackface. Yes, there was. (laughs) <laughs> it was called out in a fantastic way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's white. Stage Get the, the honky. <laughs> yeah. We also had, you know, church groups and yep. protests in the streets. Yeah. But of course, the cops immediately were like, riot gear. Yeah. With every cop in a four mile radius, there's a riot going on at the police station, which really wasn't a riot. But that also had a twist. Yep. And I had the little church group coming, going, save our pastor, let him out of jail. And then all the townspeople show up going, where's our fucking money? <laughs> let him out so we can kick his ass and get our money back. <laughs> so yeah, the giant scam hit every major city Yep. with the whole tale of, oh, we're going to get a boat and go back to Africa and yep. just buy your ticket and then vanishes. But the issue was he didn't vanish from Harlem fast enough. Well, the issue was he was trying to double dip the deal. Yeah, I'm kind of confused on that. Because he had the deal with the white guy that he met in prison. Yep. And what was all supposed to happen there? The white guy was... He was robbed. Yeah, and he he was in charge of doing that part, the robbing. Yep. And he also had the fake DA person come up. Contingency plan. You got to make sure that it goes off. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, and ultimately 
It was all his downfall, just being a con man in the first place. Yeah, he, he was conning his partner in the con, and yeah, you just don't do that. It has no. to be some honorability in your con. You have to maintain honor among thieves. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you ain't gonna get anything. Nope. Proof in this movie. Yep. And for the most part, this does kind of hold up as a good detective crime-fighting sort of story. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit dated. Mm -hmm. Definitely some homophobia and a little little slurs, but not too bad for the time. No. Biggest slur in there is honky. And it was fitting. They do use the N-word. Not true. A couple of times. I think... Honky was used a little more, though. Yes, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, yeah. Kill the honky! <laughs> no, don't kill the honky. He's mine. Aww. Aww. <laughs> that was a great moment of my mentality. Yeah. <laughs> Expose the guy in blackface as the white guy at the Apollo and make him walk down the aisle out the door. <laughs> he's not going to make it. No. Oh, shit. Mm. This really was a, a well-done movie. Mm-hmm. With kind of some message in there about not being a dick-ass to your own people. Yeah. Which, a little don't bit be of... a dick-ass to anybody, but especially but your especially own not your own people. Yeah. Those people that have supported you and made you who you are. Yep. Don't fuck them over. Pure and simple. Yep. Meanwhile, the Italian mafia still has its... Stranglehold over Harlem. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how that went down. I'm a little confused by that scene. Like, I initially thought they had taken the 87000 and were going to use it to buy out the Italian mafia so that the black guy could run it. That's what I initially thought was going on there. It kind of seemed like They that. were talking to... And then it... And then it I, I, I think ultimately what happened was they were like, yeah, he's going to take over unless you give us 87k. That was the excuse so that you can, they gave yeah. them to So you can keep your business in Harlem, mm-hmm. you need to give us 87K. Because uh, he was talking earlier about how that's nothing to him for what he makes in Harlem. So yeah, it, it's well worth it to a him. A day's take in yeah. Harlem is a lot more than that, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's a worthwhile price for him to pay, and that puts the money back in the bail. Which I'm a little confused how they knew the money wasn't in the bail. Were they able to figure out that I Red Fox guess? just absconded with the money? I don't know. I think that's my only big question here. They just seemed to know or that did the bail they was find empty out and they made the white cop the white cop was handcuffed digging at into it. Iris and said, yeah, all yeah. right, the money's in there, go find it. But it's empty. And or did they the hear him bail. say it was empty? Was no, name? because they had already Dream left. Up. And they already leave. I pretty much handcuffed him to Iris and said, all right, it's in know. there, go find it, We're, we'll be back. And then they went to talk to the mob guy. I think that's how it happened, wasn't it? Well, no, they handcuffed him to Iris and then went after Homo, uh, Deke. Oh, that's right. And then they all the stuff on stage happened. Do the stage thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they did hear him say, it's empty, and they go, oh, well, shit. Let's we go to gotta, the... yeah, <laughs> we gotta do something about that. Yeah. At least in the end, a white guy was conned. <laughs> fair. If only to restore the money yeah. stolen yeah. from the original con. <laughs> and Red Fox gets to go to Africa and have his own cotton plantation. 
Yeah, there's that whole I'm growing cotton now in my <laughs> yeah. own in Africa. And I didn't know what to make yeah. of that. Of I have my own plantation or this is just what I'm doing with the money that I have. I, I don't know. I'm not sure how much 87 grand got me in 1970. Quite a bit. It's a decent amount. Yeah. Well, I'd take it now. Yeah. But after getting to Africa and buying the land and whatnot, how much you had left? Yeah. I really don't know. Well, that's why he's grown cotton to make more money. Yeah. But the seed money's important. And the old lady didn't come back. Yeah. I never saw her again. Yeah. Despite all of the tricks and cons rising, she wasn't there as the level-headed voice of reason to say you're all cons. She should have at least been in the crowd at the Apollo. Oh, well. Come up on stage with her handbag and start whacking. <laughs> uh, I definitely recommend this movie. Yeah, I had fun. It was pretty goddamn entertaining. It's not too uncomfortable. No. Couple there are a couple of, couple of moments that are yeah. a little... For the most part, you need them for the story. Yeah. I think that's all I got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow Watch us on this. Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Cracker Classics. Check out our website, crackerclassics.com. And subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. Don't give your money to a televangelist. Give, give it to us, us instead. instead. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.